Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast with Maria Furlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello, welcome. This is Maria Furlano. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Art of Tuning In podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today we're going to talk about energetic alignment and why it's so important and how we can get there and I'm going to share with you an experience of someone that I'm just, I was just so thrilled to hear about, and I'm hoping that it will also inspire you on your journey right now. So before we jump in, as usual, I'd like to take a moment to make ourselves present, to take a breath. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. Thank you for being here. I always take just a moment in the beginning to access our breath bring us into alignment, bring us into the present moment. So wherever you are, you can do this. Just don't close your eyes if you're driving or operating machinery or doing anything that needs your eyes open. But all you're going to do is you're going to take a breath through your nose. You're going to inhale. And then when you exhale, you're going to make that exhale as long as you can. So the exhale is going to be longer than the inhale. And then when you're ready, you're going to take another inhale and you're going to let your exhale be nice and long. And what this does is it brings us into the present. It brings our heart rate to a calmer state of being and it just allows us to be here and now. And of course, you can do that anywhere. And I always say the more often we do it, the more we just get used to doing it and it becomes part of our life. And this really is so tied into what we're going to talk about today. I said that I had an experience to share, and I'm I'm really excited. This woman gave me permission to share her experience. She's a member in my online membership, the Art of Tuning In online membership. And she's been working with these tools for quite a while now. But she had an experience of anxiety that came up. And many people have this. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but if you have to go have an MRI, and an MRI is can be very scary for people. It's loud, it's enclosed, and many people don't do well of it. Well, she usually has to take Valium or some kind of calming drug if she has to go do this kind of procedure. And she was promised this time that there would be an open-ended MRI. And when she got there, she found out that it's a closed MRI and there was nothing that they could do about it. She currently has a really bad back injury and so she's in pain anyway. And she started to feel very anxious And what she shared was that she realized there was no other choice and she immediately began to remember her tools that she's been practicing and I'm going to talk to you about, you know, why that's so valuable. And she started to do something that she learned from me called six-directional breathing. And six-directional breathing is something that when you get good at it, it really brings you so into your body and so grounded and so present. And it also really nourishes your energetic system. And she began doing it. And she immediately 
started to feel herself relax, her anxiety started to leave, and she was able to get through the MRI and get home. And she was really excited, and I was even more excited than she was, because what it shows is that when you use these tools, even though I look at these tools as very simple breathing techniques, you know, these are tools that should be really passed down and learned when you're a child. These are ancient tools that come from medical Qigong, that come from meditation traditions, you know, that come from Eastern health traditions, and they've been around for thousands and thousands of years. Here's the thing, and this is what I told her and shared with the community that was so important, even more important than her activating and using the tools at the time was that in her private life, she's been practicing. She's been developing her own energetic and spiritual practice for herself. She's been using the tools inside the membership. She's been using them at her own pace in a small way because she's a very busy person, but she's been using them. And what I mean by that is you can't expect to be able to ground, to align, to change your state of being, which is really what was necessary for her. And for anyone, if you're in a state of anxiety or overwhelm, you have to change your state of being in order to feel better. You can't continue to be in that state of anxiety or overwhelm and allow it to get bigger and bigger and bigger and expect to feel better, right? I mean, that just makes sense. So you have to actively change your state of being. And you can never go from zero to 100 in one second. So when you change your state of being, and that's what these tools are all about, that's what learning how to meditate is about. That's what learning how to just do the simple breathing that we do at the beginning of this podcast is all about. When you learn to change your state of being in slow but progressional ways, it actually moves through very quickly because you're taking it step by step by step. So when you learn these tools and practice step by step by step on a regular basis, your nervous system knows how to adjust to them when you actually put them in place. So what I mean by that is if this woman had not been practicing, when she got into that anxious-filled state, especially with the pain that she's feeling and the fact that she's also dealing with an emotional state that she was told and promised one thing, and this is something else, and there's nothing she can do about it, right? So she has those emotions going on because that's a pretty unfair situation, especially when she was very clear in her communication, right? So that brings up all of that. So then she has to take herself, because no one else is going to do it for her, she has to take herself and move into a different state of being if she wants to feel better. And this is the key. Her desire to feel better was so strong that she was able to go into herself and bring up the tools that she's been practicing. And that's another side note, but it's really important to bring up that our desire first and foremost has to be that we want to feel good, that we want to learn how to align our energy, that we want to have a life that we are empowered 
by, that we are empowering, right? Not a life where we're being scattered and led by every single thing that's happening out there. So that really has to be the first desire because we always have a choice. She could have chosen to be angry, to be frustrated, and to get through that MRI and in all kinds of emotionally imbalanced state, she could have chosen to hold on to a state of stubbornness and anger and feeling like a victim, but she didn't. And most of us don't want to be a victim. Most of us do not want to be in a bad state. Our inherently normal state is joy and abundance and light and love and laughter and friendship and community and belonging and creativity and all of these beautiful, positive, wonderful attributes. That is where we really truly are in our soul. But we get into these situations and it can be very hard not to hold on to an emotional state where we really feel emotionally in pain. So that's why I said to her, I'm so thrilled that you access the tools and that you use them and that you were able to actually experience the shift in how you felt and get through that experience and come home feeling empowered. I'm so thrilled about that. But what I'm more thrilled about is that you made that internal decision to feel good And that you had been doing the work, practicing up until then, so that you could immediately recall your tool and know what to use. Kind of use an example between someone who takes a quick weekend class in something and someone who who puts tools into use on a regular way. And it doesn't have to be so disciplined that that's the only thing you're doing in your life. But there is a big difference, right, between really cultivating a state of being, cultivating new ideas, and just reading about something, listening to something, thinking it's cool and moving on. And when we talk about energetic alignment, it is a daily practice. When I say a daily practice, What I really mean is it is a conscious awareness. Sometimes people get overwhelmed, especially in our current lifestyle, with thinking they need to learn or practice one more thing when they feel like they can't take control of their life. And the truth is you always have time to learn peace. I joked with somebody the other day and they said, you know, what is it that you teach? And I said, well, you know, what I really teach is finding peace, (laughs) finding mental peace, finding emotional peace, finding spiritual peace, peace in your health, peace and creativity, right? It's all about peace. It's finding that peaceful state. And so when we talk about alignment, we talk about having a peaceful state, an aligned state of being is a peaceful state of being. An aligned state of being is a relaxed state of being. It's learning how to elongate your body. It's learning how to breathe. It's learning how to take your mind and align it with your heart, aligning it with the wisdom. When we talk about heart energy in medical Qigong, the heart holds the wisdom. So when we take our mind and we connect it with our heart, now we have full wisdom. We have 
the wisdom of our logic, the wisdom of our emotions, the wisdom of our actions, the wisdom of how we're going to move forward. When we have scattered energy, like I've discussed in other podcast episodes, that scattered energy takes us completely away from our alignment. It's like we're chasing after something all the time. I was really lucky when I was doing my Chinese medicine education. I had a mentor, and he said to me, your energy right now is so far in front of you that you cannot go fast enough to catch it. And I thought to myself, what on earth is he talking about? And he made me go home and just think about it. I was having all kinds of back issues. I was having headaches. I was tired. I was cranky. And I finally understood. He asked me to experience it, to feel it. And I understood that, yeah, my energy was all the way in front of me. I was not present. What he was saying was, is I was not in my body. I was chasing after. And the same thing applies for if you're pulling, you know, if you're kind of dragging yourself, are you pulling your energy? Are you, are you just kind of moving through life in such a heavy way, waiting for the next thing? Or can you bring yourself into your body, into your presence? This is so important right now because we have so much going on and we have so much going on for such a long period of time that our nervous systems are not releasing what we need to release. And the stress that stores in our body in different ways builds up. And unless we're actively releasing it, we are storing and storing and storing and getting more depleted and more depleted and more blocked and more blocked. So when someone says to me, well, I need to move through my blockages. I really want to move into a new space. The very first thing that we often do is learn how to unblock our energy in our body. And so if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, first of all, you know you can come on over and, and please check out the online membership, The Art of Tuning In, because we have every tool in there for you. But what you can do right now is to stop, to sit or stand, and to literally start to breathe and tune into your body however you can right now whatever's good for you right now. And notice first and foremost, is this something that's really hard for you? Is it something that's really kind of, you're so not used to it? Or is it something easy for you? You just haven't been doing it. And that's where you start. You start to breathe. You start to tune in. You start to make a conscious awareness, just like my member did in the membership, she made a conscious awareness that she was going to change her state of being, take control of the situation, and empower her energy. And that's what I'm sharing with you. Take a moment. Decide to empower your energy. Take a breath. Bring your energy back to your body. Root yourself in the earth. Get yourself moving, but get your mind into your heart. Allow your energy to be with you, not in front of you, not behind you, not scattered, and just make the conscious decision. Because really right now, there's nothing else 
that can be done except for every individual person person making that conscious decision to align their own energy. And why we don't learn this from the time we're young, unless we're someone, right, that's, that's taking martial arts or that's learning meditation, I don't know why this is not more actively in life. Because if we learn how to align our energy, if we learn to be consciously aware on a regular basis, we would move through life in such a different way than we could ever imagine. And instead, we think that sometimes it's taking time, taking time out of the activities we have to do to align our energy when it should be the opposite. Before we begin any project in our day, align our energy. As we move through our day and we take a break, realign our energy. At nighttime, before we go to bed, clear our energy. Let the day go and realign and reset ourselves and tune into ourselves so that we can actually move into sleep in a peaceful and restorative way. It feels so good. Once you get there, you wonder how you ever lived not aligning your energy. But again, it takes that conscious awareness and it takes just small steps, small steps. It takes so much less than most people really think it does. I just want to wish everyone a week of aligned energy. And I thank you for being exactly who and where you are. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more and elevate your energetic well-being, I invite you to visit theartoftuningin.com where you can learn all about our online studio. I look forward to meeting you there.